This is the PGA of Canada Professional Development Podcast Series. Industry leaders, PGA professionals discussing technology, fitness, planning your business, building your career. These talks, these ideas, developed for you to live a better life and earn a better living. Hello there, everybody. My name is John White, Inc. Magazine columnist. Uh, the name of my column is Entrepreneurial Intelligence. I write about how entrepreneurs and small business owners can leverage social media to build their brand and carve out their niche in their industry. I also own a company called Social Marketing Solutions, where I work with entrepreneurs, business owners, uh, solopreneurs to uh, develop their brand and take their message out to a larger audience. I live in Colorado with my wife and two daughters in Fort Collins, Colorado, which is the home of Colorado State University. We're about an hour north of Denver, which you probably all are uh, familiar with, the uh, home of the Denver Broncos, close to amazing skiing in Colorado. Um, and um, first of all, thanks so much for, ha for having me on. It's a privilege to have a few minutes to speak to you all today. Uh, Matt Allen asked me to talk about an article I wrote for Inc. called How I Swim with the Big Fish at Inc. Magazine. And specifically, he wanted me to address how to succeed in a highly competitive market. So I'm sure many of you have read articles at Inc., and you're familiar with seeing authors on there like successful entrepreneurs like Tony Robbins, best-selling authors, world-renowned people and athletes, influencers on social media, and celebrities. And then there's me, who until three years ago was largely unknown in the business world and had never written anything much beyond our annual Christmas letter. Um, yet somehow I landed a writing gig at Inc. and continued to get my contract renewed. And it's now been renewed three times. So to say I'm in a highly competitive industry is putting it mildly. I know the golf industry is also highly competitive. And I, if you don't constantly continue to improve, you will get replaced. It's that simple, right? There's always someone out there working on their game with their eye on the position that you hold. They want what you have, and you can't really blame them, right? So I'd like to share a few ideas with you about how I've been able to compete with some of the big fish and carve out a name for myself when just a few years ago, hardly anyone knew who I was outside of my immediate circle of business connections. So the first thing I would tell you is to always be hustling. There simply is no substitute for hard work, and the shortcuts out there usually don't work out. Hustle is definitely a buzzword these days and something you hear a lot about, but it's something I really believe in, and I think it's one of the most important words out there that you will hear. I can't tell you how many times I hear people say, I just don't have time for personal branding or to post on social media. To that, I usually say BS. 
We all have the same 24 hours in a day. And why is it that your competitors are finding the time if you can't? The truth is you have to make the time and you have to prioritize your time. To get ahead, I would argue that you must cut out the activities in your life that are not contributing to your success. To do that, audit your 24 hours and you will find them. For me, that was watching TV. I was one of those people that would come home from work, have dinner, play with the kids, put them to bed, and then flip on the TV and watch it for hours until it was time to go to bed. I felt that I had earned that time. I deserved it. I deserved time to just veg out and, you know, escape from my day. I thought I had put in a full effort during regular business hours. What I didn't realize is that I wasn't working to my potential. I wasn't stretching myself. I wasn't growing. And that most people out there that are getting ahead, they don't stop working at 5 p.m. or whenever they get off of work. They simply transition. And there's a lot of experts out there that will tell you that in order to achieve success, you need to wake up and start your day at like 4 a.m. and make it sound like if you're not a morning person, you can't get ahead. Well, I hate mornings no matter how much coffee I drink. I don't think it matters whether you put in extra time in the morning or at night. I'm a night person. But what I found is to stay competitive and to get ahead, you have to burn it on either end. So whether you're a morning person or a night person, you have to figure out a way to put in some extra time to make those steps forward in your career. Your talent can only get you so far. And for me, it led me into a brick wall that I kept running myself into over and over again like some sort of idiot. I kept doing the same things that were enabling me to achieve mediocrity. And the only way I was able to finally break through that wall and move forward was after years of hustle and working well into the evenings, well beyond bedtime for the kids. And I continue to do that uh, daily. So I'm not here to tell you to take away time from your family or other activities that provide you with utility and contribute to your success. You can't live without those, right? However, you should do an audit of your day and get rid of the activities that are not contributing to your success and replace them with hustle. Replace them with things that will enable you to move forward. Next is you always should be networking. People ask me, almost every day, how in the heck did you get on Inc. Magazine? One of the things I tell them, for me, is that I networked my way in. When I applied to be a columnist, I had three recommendations from writers that were already successful columnists there. I networked with them. I added value. I didn't go right in and start selling them or asking them for help. I got to know them. I did things like retweeting their articles. I made comments on their posts. 
I messaged them saying that I enjoyed their article and how their writing has impacted me. Then after I added a ton of value for them for a period of months, I then went in and asked them for help to get me on ink. At that point, they were glad to help me out. So whether it's online or in person, you should never underestimate the value of building meaningful relationships that are mutually beneficial, even if that benefit to you is not immediate. Successful people always take a long-term view and are always prepared to offer value to others, even if there's little or no prospect for a short-term gain. Next, um, I would tell you to create tons of great content on social media. It's surprising to me how many people are underutilizing this great tool we have to reach an audience. If you're not creating content on sites like YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, you are falling behind in today's world each day. And never think that you're only competing against those in the golf world. Golfing is just one way people can spend their time and money these days. You're competing online with all types of sports and leisure activities. Many of these influencers have a massive presence on social media and regularly create interesting content for their audience. People's attention spans are shorter and shorter, and unless you're out there in front of them regularly, they will forget about you. And please understand that the world has changed, and the way golf professionals are branding themselves is different from two, three, four, five, ten years ago. To be among the best, you have to post with regularity, engage fans, and teach. Teaching is so important. Give away bits and pieces of your expertise on social media, in videos, tweets, pictures, and status updates. But don't think you have to give away the farm. Save that for the stuff you get paid for. Give away just enough to pique people's interest and get them to follow you. It's like I compare to free samples at the grocery store. They don't give away the whole steak. They just give away enough to make people hungry, right? Think about reverse engineering who you're trying to reach with your content. Put yourself in their shoes and think what you'd like to see from an all professional on social media. You have to be an expert in your craft and demonstrate that you love the game of golf. You live it every single day. Your passion for golf should be abundantly evident when people view your profiles online. Think about posting things like a video that demonstrates or talks about one technique that will help your followers improve their game that will lead to them wanting to know more, and that's when they start to buy your services. Post a picture of the way the sun shines through the trees in the early morning on the golf course 
invite folks out to the club or post a picture of that burger you had at lunch in the clubhouse. Always think about sharing your personal side. You are more than just a game of golf, right? So share your passions, your travels, your family, your favorite teams, and anything else that makes you a unique and interesting person. Always think about how to be interesting. Share your favorite golf quotes as tweets. Do a video when the pro shop gets in some new gear or some hot new clubs. Also, this one has been big for me. People love when others they see as being successful show their vulnerabilities. I've never been afraid to share my struggles with my audience. And people really love that about me, and they love that about my writing. So write a blog post about the time you choked on the golf course the absolute worst round you ever played in your career. Don't be afraid to talk about that stuff because people are struggling out there every day and it makes them feel better about their own struggles when they see that someone that they respect and someone that they see is also struggling. And then you have the opportunity to tell those people how you learned what you learned from that day that you choked and how it made you stronger. Make sure to seek inspiration from others online. Always stay in the know of what your competitors are doing. You can learn so much from them in both what to do and, of course, what not to do. Don't feel like you have to copy them, but... Find people in the golf industry that you admire. Follow them on social media. See what they're doing. And make sure that you're learning from that. Never make it all about you. Take time to engage with your audience. I see so many people that their social media is one-sided. They share to the point where it's almost at the level of spam and they never respond to their audience, even when people come on to a post, and they take time out of their day to comment, to read it, you absolutely must engage with those people. They want to see that you're human. They want to learn from you, and they don't want a one-sided relationship. People are looking for two-way relationships these days, and they want to have online relationships with people that give back and people that acknowledge them. If all you do is post about yourself, you come across as a narcissist, really, and uh, obviously that's not good for your brand. I see too many people that are way too impatient with their branding efforts. They want instant results. So they read blogs or they listen to podcasts like this, thinking there will be some magic bullet that will be revealed that will provide them some sort of shortcut in a way around the hard work. 
So they all go all in for a few weeks. And when that doesn't produce the unrealistic goal they had in mind, they quit. It's been my experience that you have to be relentless with your branding. It must be consistent. Focus on quality over quantity, but keep in mind that if days, weeks, months go by and your audience has not heard from you, they will forget you and latch on to someone else. I'm sure you guys see it in a golf game too, right? Some people get so excited about playing golf, they go and they purchase the latest gear, the latest the trendy outfits, the clubs. They sign up for lessons. They play a lot in a short period of time. Then when they don't get good in a few weeks or they don't make those business connections out on the golf course they were expecting to make instantaneously, they quit. Then those expensive clubs they bought end up on eBay or wasting away in somebody's garage, right? Always remember Branding is a marathon, not a sprint. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. Until next time, make sure to be prolific.